0: Don't be afraid to enter into beekeeping because people are discouraging you or any or any other business whatsoever. Try and just take that risk. Be in the uncomfortable zone, and that being in the uncomfortable zone will really empower you and will make someone great.
1: Hi everyone, and welcome to Shift AgriHub Podcast. They show that not only inspires and motivates you to start an agribusiness venture but also shares simple actionable tips and strategies that will help you grow your business into a profitable venture i'm your host margaret mbessa so welcome back to the second part of this interview so if you haven't listened to the first part of this interview i recommend that you could go back and listen to it. It's such an inspiring story of an entrepreneur's commitment and resilience. Now let's get back to the second part of this. So welcome to today's episode. So how, how has been your production? Have you been um, harvesting to the capacity of your farm? So maybe I could ask, what's your farm capacity at the moment in terms of the uh, kilos? How many kilos of honey
0: Yes.
1: quantities can you harvest?
0: So ideally, one hive should produce you seven to ten kilos. Okay. So if you do simple mathematics with my hives, yeah, yeah. So close to a hundred. A hundred times seven. Mm-hmm. That's almost seven hundred kilos, close yeah. to a ton. Yes. So I can I, ca- I can confidently say that I can do maybe half a ton per per year, or yes, per year.
1: What has been the actual production? Mm-hmm. Because the the capacity is. 700 kilos. Yes. So maybe in the last season, mm-hmm. what has been your production uh, quantity? Yes. Well, how much have you harvested?
0: So that, that really is affected with a lot of things. Now also that's yeah. a good question because it entails yeah. now what beekeeping is all about. Yes. Because things to do with climate change drought really affect also production yes so as much as we're saying 7 to 10 kilos that 7 to 10 kilos will also be affected by so much Mm. so things to do with drought things to do with the environment for uh, things to do with flowering of the area so for me as 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 a company or or me as a beekeeper
1: yeah
0: from the 100 hives I'm able to maybe from that production that we've said I am Mm -hmm. able to achieve 50 to 60% of that. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So beekeeping sounds all good, but I'm sure you face challenges at the farm. Eh? Yes. Maybe you could share with us some of those challenges so that uh, if anyone is thinking of starting a similar venture, mm-hmm. they could also learn from you.
0: Yes. I, yeah. I do face quite a number of challenges. And yeah. first challenge that I'd say is the honey or the bee predators. So okay. they're predators that just come and steal your, your magic, your, your gold, your liquid gold.
1: How do they come in into the hive?
0: So there's there's a predator called a honey badger. Yeah. Quite, quite a very <laughs> weird creature. Yeah. Because you see, it looks like a dog, mm-hmm. but its hands have very sharp nails. Yes. So it can literally open up your hive like a human being.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And get honey from it. Wow. So one way you can prevent it is by really trying trying and tying your hive with with. with with, with with material that can hold it tight, mm-hmm. that the, the honey badger w- wouldn't be able to open. Yeah. But for me, I've been very innovative and I've also built a bee house for my bees. Yes. And I think that is one thing that really also took a financial toll in the business because it was really capital intensive, just building an entire house for the bees. And, and I'm very proud and very grateful for that journey because it it's helped me now I do not have anything else to do with honey, with predators in general.
1: Yeah, yes. I visited your farm a yes. while back, and I saw the house. Yeah, sure enough, it's an investment. Yes. So with uh with that apiary, with that house, no honey badgers can.
0: Nothing can, can enter. Can they there. dig under,
1: or there's a way no, you have no, no, sealed?
0: No. Yes, I've sealed it. I've I've built it the professional way. Okay. So it's it's purely it's fully predator predator proof. Okay. Yes.
1: So you've taken care of one risk. Yes. Okay, that's excellent. Huh?
0: Second risk, I'd yeah. say, is is now things to do with climate change. Mm. So you see, if you have drought, it will really affect the production. Yeah. If people cut trees, less flowers. Mm. It's affecting the, the production. Yeah. It's even less, let alone the production, it's even affecting how our food for tomorrow will be. Because less bees less food that is being pollinated mm. danger to the humanity yeah so that is the second actually my number 2 challenge will be my number one yeah. because that is really affecting even how we live as a as a country or even as a world yeah yeah so those I'd say are my the main two challenges okay. just climate change and honey predators okay yeah
1: so with the honey predators you've talked about having a you know, housing your hives, yes, in a secure place. How, excuse me. How about uh, climate change?
0: So how, how I, you yes. addressed it? So how I've addressed climate change is through trying to, to, to really take care of the bees. By that I mean, uh, I give. I have a place where I've allocated water for the bees, okay. so they won't really face drought per se, because they will have. They will still have the water to drink. Okay. And with that water, even if maybe there will be no flowers because of drought, yeah. but at least I'll have a healthy colony. Yes. That healthy colony will transition to pollinating food for my neighbors and my farm. Yes. So you see with that, at least we'll, we'll still be able to survive. Yeah. you know. But apart from that, also just nearby the farm, my, the neighbors also plant crops. Mm-hmm. So just them planting crops and also my parents in, the, in their farm, just having also crops... Mm-hmm. Those flowers really help a lot in production.
1: Yeah. Yes. Any other plans that maybe you'd like to share with us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For
0: the company, I'd, yeah. I'd say to to this company, my my big vision for the company because I am an IT expert from school. Yes. I'd say is to make the company to be a data driven company more than anything else. Okay. So to use data to make good insights from that data, and it will decide. It will now enable us to make proper good business processes. Okay. So as much as it's an agricultural company, mm-hmm. I want it to be an agri-tech company, okay. to have technology at the heart of, of this company. Mm. Yeah.
1: Thank I you. think that will be your differentiator. Yes. And you'll be able to help many more farmers, mm-hmm. I believe. Eh? Yes. Because they say, what well, data does not lie. Mm. Yeah. It speaks the truth. Eh? Yes. Yeah. So, wow. All the best with those plans thank you yeah they are great plans and we look forward in the future when you come and share with us how that has rolled out yes and how you have progressed with it thank you so we've talked about production production risks or challenges
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh do you have any additional business challenges that you could have faced in Mm -hmm. the course of running your business that you can share with us and how you are able to overcome them
0: i'd say one one business risk and 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 it's not just alone a business risk it's it's a personal risk Mm. you see people are usually most afraid of of entering into something Mm. because they people really look at the disadvantages more than the advantages or the or the downsides or even just the risk of of going out there and putting yourself into the deep end without knowing something. Mm-hmm. So with that, I think is it's more of self, uh, self-assessment yeah. and trying to motivate yourself to have the right energy just to, to, dip, to dive into that deep end. Yeah. Once you dive into that deep end and swim with the sharks, mm-hmm. it will really make you resilient. It will yeah. really empower you and really empower your mind yeah. that you can actually do great things that you that, that you even ever imagined. Yeah. So I'd say one one challenge is just that putting yourself in the uncomfortable zone. Yeah. So it's more of a personal problem, mm. but it's it's such a big personal problem because mm. it really limits people. Yeah. So I think that is is one challenge, and with time, I am still learning yeah relearning yeah. and unlearning you know <laughs> right yeah so so it's 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 a whole journey yeah yes
1: wow actually what you've said it's true we are our worst enemies yes you know sometimes eh, when we look for opportunity opportunities are there but they will not come on a silver platter mm. you have to take the risk yes. and get into business yes yeah that's a very good challenge so that's the main one that you think that you faced i think huh
0: and let alone I personally, yeah. but even most people face that challenge. True. Yes. True. Yeah.
1: Okay. Thank you for sharing that. So, as you look as you look to the future, what are some of the plans that uh, you've put in place, or where do you envision Gelly Foods going? Mm.
0: So, from a personal perspective, yeah, I really envision the company to grow. Now. To, to be really big on food production. Okay. In terms of that, by that I mean we'll still specialize in bee products, yeah. but to, to grow our, our market, to grow our market. So that that I will really try and, and work on it now from a personal perspective. Okay. From a business perspective, definitely, as, as, as I said, the bee does not just produce honey it produces beeswax it produces pollen it produces royal jelly it produces venom yeah. i want to really add that value chain to the business okay. so that we can be a whole company that deals with all the bee products not just one or two products yeah yeah
1: your plans are really nice because you're looking at growing and scaling your business yes and there's a demand of honey there's shortage of honey in kenya that's yes. where we get a lot of our honey Uh, from our neighboring countries. eh? Yes. So how are you going to source more honey? Mm -hmm. Or what plans have you put in place? Or Mm -hmm. what ideas do you have to increase your honey uh, either production at the farm Mm -hmm. or within the the team of farmers that you work with?
0: Yes. So I think there is where actually my heart really is because yeah. now that is the CSR, the corporate social responsibility of my company, yeah. whereby we'll work with, whereby we're trying to really empower farmers with the knowledge and resources mm-hmm. just for them to, to better their ventures. Okay. You see, when they better their ventures, if I work with more farmers, it also means that as a company, I get more produ- produce and that produce is not, not just from anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a journey that I've worked with people, okay. I've empowered them and okay. they're also empowering me. Yeah. So it's it's a whole cycle. So as a company, we will we are very dedicated towards that, okay. just empowering farmers, so that okay. as they walk that journey, we are working together mm-hmm. as a whole community.
1: Yeah. Yes. So then, what advice would you give uh, young, young young people who want mm-hmm. to get into beekeeping, mm-hmm. specifically beekeeping? Yes. Yeah. Any roadblocks or challenges that they should watch out for, mm-hmm. words of encouragement.
0: I'd definitely say first is to try and know what you want to do. Yeah. So you might enter beekeeping as an investor. Definitely there are companies that let people invest in them. Mm. And you as a, as, as a person, now you reap from harvesting yeah. as a company. Yeah. All, they, you can also enter into beekeeping as a farmer, mm-hmm. you know, mm. so know what it entails to be a bee farmer. Yeah. Know the ups and the downs. Know yeah. your region, how climate there is, you know? Yeah. So just try and understand your business, how you want to enter into it, yeah? And, and secondly, just from the risk that we've talked about, mm-hmm. dive into that deep end. Yeah. Swim with the sharks, you yeah. know? Yeah. Don't be afraid to enter into beekeeping because people are discouraging you yeah. or, any, or any other business whatsoever. Yeah. Try and just take that risk. Be in the uncomfortable zone and just being in the uncomfortable zone will really empower you and will make someone great.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And even when I reflect on this conversation that you've had, there are a number of things that you've mentioned. Maybe mm. I could highlight them. Yes. Which would also, you know, help young people. Yeah. One, you said you you looked for resources mm. and experts in yes. that particular area. So mm. maybe they should also partner and be mentored Yes. by experts. Mm who have both the practical knowledge and the scientific knowledge, isn't it, so they can be able to help them understand beekeeping. Mm. And I think the other thing that I really liked that you mentioned is that every day you have to learn something new Yes. on beekeeping. Yes. So your mm. focus is 100% on beekeeping. Mm. Yeah. Your focus, your concentration, you've zoomed in, narrowed down on beekeeping. Mm. And through that, then you're able to gain what are the trends, Yes. what are the... You know, scientific development, maybe around beekeeping, mm. how do you deal with climate change? Yes. So I think commitment to whatever venture mm. someone narrows down to, I yes. think it's very important. It's I'm hearing that yeah. coming out in your conversation a lot. Yes. Yeah, that mm. you have to be self-driven and mm. you have to drive the whole, you know, entrepreneurship process by acquiring as much information as you can.
0: Yes. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah, I've really admired that about the way you've been, been able to grow in your business. Yes.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: So talking about even getting experts and uh, resources, mm-hmm. are there institutions of mm-hmm. people you have relied on mm-hmm. who've come on board to help you walk through this journey? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yes, definitely a lot of people have come on board. And 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 first because we're trying to be innovative, Yeah, trying to use little resources. Yeah, I'd say YouTube is actually a teacher, YouTube is a school. Yeah, because one can use YouTube to know how to maintain a hive, yeah, just entire beekeeping course and so on. If one doesn't have resources, yes, but you see, now that will be more visual. Yes, you need also the practical aspect of it. Yeah, so there's there's a beekeeping school, there are many beekeeping schools. Yeah, there's a government one in Lenana, yes, so one can go there. Yeah, so now like my lead expert for beekeeping. Yeah. He actually has a certification from Lenana. Okay. And then apart from that, I also have worked with now Kirdi. Yes. I'm in the process of working with Kirdi okay. just to better my honey production. Yeah. Yes.
1: So maybe you can give us in full, what, is, what does Kirdi mean?
0: Kirdi is Kenya Industrial Research and Development Institute. Yeah. So it deals with just the research of food products and even other products, but personally I am under the food products. Yeah. And Specializing in in the with a bee with a bee, yes.
1: Yeah, I think I believe they have a very good uh, honey production unit. Yes, that they, they do. help farmers uh, yeah. or anyone who's interested in adding value to honey. Yes. Okay. All the best with that. Thank you. Yeah, those are key resources. Yeah. So anyone interested to you know get into value addition mm-hmm. of uh, honey, yeah, those are very good inst- government institutions that have been devoted, I think, for a long time. Yes. In uh, value addition. Definitely. Yeah. The milestones that Mm -hmm. you've achieved within Mm -hmm. a span of three years Mm -hmm. i don't even know how you balanced being a student (laughs) yes covid Mm -hmm. time Mm because when you did three years it means it was part of covid eh?
0: yes definitely
1: yeah so there's covid time disruption in you know in the world people Mm -hmm. don't know what's happening and here you are setting up your business
0: yeah
1: going back to be a full-time student Mm -hmm. and uh doing going on with your honey you know yeah uh, farm, your beekeeping farm. Mm-hmm. So maybe when you reflect, what has been one of the hardest, maybe I'd parts w- of this journey?
0: Yes, I'd say one of the hardest thing about all this is that, you see, you might have a very big goal, yeah. but maybe your goal is not being seen as really great. Not even by people around you, but yeah. even just by how life is, yeah, yeah? Because you see, humble beginnings at times are very are very challenging yes. because you see you start with very little mm. with such a big goal with mm. such a big vision yeah and 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 by that i mean even just yourself just the trust at times might fade off okay. you know yeah <laughs> yeah so so i'd i'd say one of the biggest challenge is just and and i think it's a big challenge even to big corporations yeah. because today you might fail tomorrow you might fail but if you if you do not give up Mm. At the end, you'll see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So and and that is very big to me. And how Mm. I achieve that is that every single thing I do in my life, yeah, be it the student life, Mm -hmm. and and I'm so glad I graduated with a first class still, you know. So (laughs) amidst
1: all that, you got a first class.
0: Yes. So wow. (laughs) Despite being a student and all that, and being an entrepreneur and a data analyst. Yeah. I try my best to give my best in everything. Yeah. So if it's even if it's opening a curtain, you know, yeah. simple thing as that. Yeah. I will make sure I have great energy towards that. Yeah. And just opening that, I will have accomplished a, a task yeah. first. The mm. opening a curtain task. Yeah. And just finishing that task will make my mind be in a positive state to do another task.
1: Yeah. Yes. Wow, 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 wow. That is uh, very insightful. You should be a motivational speaker. Your <laughs> life is a motivation. <laughs> <laughs> Listening it's, to you
0: uh-huh.
1: and watching your life, real life, from what you're telling us, yes. it's it's a great motivation mm. for you. people to start their small beginning, mm. even when their vision might be too big. And mm. even you as an entrepreneur, you're not even, you know it's there, but you're not seeing it visually. Yes. But, you know uh, keeping on and mm. uh, working hard towards your goal eh? yeah well oh, that's very good motivation yes your top three mm. business lessons that you can share with us
0: first yeah is is you as a person yeah really matters a lot mm. so you as a person in terms of you can be even an investor yeah make sure the team that you're working on with mm-hmm. is, is is really good okay like has good vibes good energy to to really radiate to everyone you're working with. Yes. Because when people are happy or when people are comfortable with you, they mm-hmm. really work efficiently. Yeah. So it can, even you yourself, try and maintain a positive state of mind. Once mm-hmm. you, you you maintain, you achieve that, mm-hmm. you're able to drive the business to the next level.
1: Yeah.
0: Second business, that the second business mm, thing that I've really ach- learned a lot yeah. is that Risks are very important. Mm-hmm. You see, you can't grow a business without risk.
1: Yeah, true. So
0: the more risk you take, mm. the better a business will grow. Mm. But have calculated risks. Yeah. Use data, yeah. you know, to grow your risks. Mm. Don't don't go all out there, but also go all out there, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So take risks that are very beneficial for the business. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, a risk, the results of a risk can be good or bad. Mm. So when it's bad, brace yourself, mm. go to the journey again, Yeah. fight again another day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. and then thirdly, I'd say mostly I think energy is really important, mm. you know, mm. try and have the best and great energy as much as possible. Yeah. You know, it will radiate to other people and they will want to, to, to partner with you so much.
1: So what keeps you going? Where do you draw that inspiration? Because... Sometimes, if we rely on ourselves without any external you know inspiration or motivation, mm-hmm. it's very hard to keep going. At some point you feel so discouraged mm-hmm. and you might want to tap into you know either someone or something that will inspire you to keep going.. Yes. So what has been your motivation to have that sort of energy, self-belief, mm-hmm. confidence, take on risks? Yeah.
0: I, I'd say it comes from every aspect that I do. So yeah. from home, my parents, you know, even maybe the good things that they've achieved or the challenges that they've achieved, yeah. I try and look at it from a place where I can learn. Yeah. Apart from that, another thing that really gives me the great energy, I'd yeah. say, is the kids that I teach. Okay. And I really love those champions mm-hmm. because, you see, teaching really explains to you how a human being operates. Okay. So just understanding how kids operate has enabled me to to know that energy is actually actually brings life to people. Mm. So if you have good energy, it will definitely bring life to where you are. Okay. So if that life is there, you'll be able to to really work well. You'll be able to have even joy. Mm. You know, simple mm. things as joy. Yeah. And once you have joy, you're efficient, you're more efficient. Yeah. What does that bring? Wealth you know yeah yes so it's it's a whole chain
1: it's a whole chain yes good vibes good vibes. energy yes <laughs> and self motivation mm. so that even other people can catch on the energy isn't mm. it like yes. the team they can tap into your energy and they can see where you're moving yeah. even with the business mm. maybe can you leave us with a quote that uh, inspires you keeps you going mm-hmm. that so that we can be left with that even uh, as we come to the almost close to the end of this show.
0: So one of my biggest belief or motivation that I believe is from a lady called Marianne Williamson. Yeah, And she says, I quote, Mm. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Mm. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, Who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others.
1: What a great way to end today's show. Yes. Now, before we come to the end, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you could uh, give us your contacts. Mm. Where would anyone who's interested in partnering Mm -hmm. with you, maybe to buy your honey? Yes. Uh, Or just wants to reach out and do some collaboration that they are thinking of. Where can they reach you? So
0: they can reach me out on Facebook, or on LinkedIn or Instagram at Foods, Ngelifoods N-G-E-L-I yeah. F O D S Ngeli Foods. Yeah. And apart from that, we are actually in the process of relaunching the business again. Okay. Now creating a brand for it. Yes. So definitely if they follow those socials, yeah. they will be updated on even how to shop online.
1: Yeah.
0: How to, to 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 partner with us, how we can partner with them, and so on and so forth. And just make this energy not just to Bengali Foods, but now to be everyone, you know?
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. Congratulations. Thank even you. with the new, you're launching your e-commerce platform. Yes. So we wish you all the best. And uh, we'll, we'll keep looking out to your socials to be able to even buy from you and partner with you uh, in the future. Yes. So what a great way to end today's show. We had good energy, good vibes from our guests. and. Uh, such in-depth insights on you know entrepreneurship, especially coming from our guest, who's a young entrepreneur. It was like a masterclass, even as I listened in. Look out for more information, even from our websites at shiftagrihub.com. And from this uh, conversation, we can attest on him winning the Global Student Entrepreneurship Award, not only for Kenya, but for Middle East, Pakistan, and Africa. Thank you, Stanley, for coming.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for taking the time and joining us today. Remember to visit our website, shiftagrihub.com for show notes of this episode and other resources. The episode is available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and your favorite podcast provider. And yes, subscribe. So that you can receive the latest episodes as we release them, connect with us on social media at Shift AgriHub. For now, it's Kwaheri. See you in the next episode as we shift mindsets with simple, actionable growth ideas.